Support Black Podcast. What happens when two HBCU graduates get together with their differing points of view to create a podcast? You get On My Grown, where two millennials come together to discuss the confusion, the struggles, and the comedy that comes with adjusting to adulthood. Discussing everything from corporate America to dating to keeping a little change in their pocket. Check out Rodney and Melanie every week on On My Grown, the podcast. Available on onmygrown.com, SoundCloud, and any place that you find podcasts. Remember, support Black Podcasts. Sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation, you're listening to Go to Talk. <laughs> I'm Johnny Destructo. And I am the Bachelor. Oh, he's always, he always like a, leaves him with a little kiss. It's all nice. And. What's, what's the deal? She may our son, the voice of reason, super triple, in the joint, the comic book Jedi, the god of this comic book shit. I'm, uh, I'm breaking, the, breaking the seal early. Oh. It's going to be profane. I want you oh, to know. Oh, that. man, I was, I was, I was nope. practicing my hekas and all that. My, nope. My gosh, Durnitz. Not this time. Okay. <laughs> um, so at what point, I've always had one question for Randy, and I've never asked it. At what point do you go, this many designations for myself is too many designations for myself? There's no such thing. Okay. No such Eventually, thing. Eventually, your intro is just going to be a half hour, nah, and then it's the beginning of the show. <laughs> uh, my, actually, my man, uh, my man Scott, uh, they do the, uh, the DEF CON Jive podcast. Him and his squad, they do... <laughs> Like they each have like three or four every show. So Are they always different? Yeah, they'll do like, like AKA through like EKA. It's hysterical. That's pretty man. funny. It's so funny. That's silly. It's awesome. It's very very funny. They get very creative with it. Okay, I have a question for you. Yes. What's your barometer of what is good versus what is awesome? Um. So here's the thing. If I'm willing to experience something multiple, multiple, multiple times, mm-hmm. for me, it's awesome. Okay. If it's good, I'm like, all right, that was cool. And then, you know, keep it moving. For example, um, what did I just watch the other day? Let's let's go with uh, the second Star Trek, uh, the new, uh, the Abrams stuff. Okay. Second one. So that was cool. Star Trek uh, Into Darkness. Yeah. It was cool. It was all right. Beyond was dope. I just watched Beyond again for like the fifth time. I enjoyed Beyond? the heck out of Beyond. That's the third. The third one. I fell asleep during Beyond. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah. I was digging Beyond. I, yeah, and, I, I, and the whole movie, I'm going, who's that dude? I know that face. And then was it Idris Elba? Who yeah, was it? Was it? Driss. Yes. was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was Driss. Really? I didn't fall asleep on it. I like Beyond. Mm. I like that better than, than Into Darkness. Also, I don't care about Star Trek. That's probably an important thing to preface well, this with. Yeah. Yes, that's, uh, yeah. Well, I liked the first you, Star Trek, and I went, "Oh, what a cool way to bring in new reader or readers to bring in new viewers without ruining the continuity for the old viewers." Right. Man, what a cool idea! I, I rarely see that. I see it all the time in comics, but I rarely see it in film. And I went, "That is dope." And then the second one, I went, "All right, they reversed the thing with Khan. 
They, they pretend that it wasn't Khan, and then it was Khan, and then the one guy died, and the other one screamed Khan. I don't care about that. And then the third one, I was just like, oh, nap time. So yeah, the third one was dope. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, also, maybe I was just sleepy. Could be. And also, he likes the prequels. So no, I don't. I know. Oh my god, you monster! <laughs> How dare you? I, I like the prequels as a concept. Oh yeah, I, I like I, the I idea they, of I, having prequels. The, the, no, the only <laughs> exactly. That's exactly as much of that concept I like. I enjoy the, the it, word prequel, which is a mashup of pre and sequel. Yes. The issue with the prequels was was that. Uh, George Lucas is not a storyteller. Mm-mm. That man creates, he's a concept guy on a level that, you know, we've only seen from, you know, your George R.R. R. Martins, your Roddenberry's, your, um, what was the other one? We just came up with the other day, me and somebody were having this discussion, like, the, you know, your, your sort of Mount Rushmore of yeah. pop culture creators mm-hmm. would be your Lucas, your Roddenberry, maybe Martin is up there now with everything that's going on with Game yeah. of Thrones. And who's the other one? Bradbury? Um, Brad, eh, maybe. The, 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 the problem with that is you, you're dealing with a lot more, and I really hate to say this, but you're dealing with a lot more books, and people just aren't booky anymore. With the, Oh, it was uh, Rowling, J.K. Rowling. You know, that's your Mount Rushmore of... I, I would say now. I would say now because... You know what? Seven books in more than that. Uh, in how many years? Um, no, maybe it wasn't J.K. Rowling. It yeah, was it yeah. was somebody else. Yeah, I don't think it was J.K. Rowling. It was somebody else, and now I can't remember who it, it was. was. Not J- it, it, J.K. Rowling's. I mean, you know, God bless her, but I, she's not on the Mount Rushmore of anything. All right, now I can't remember there? who it was. Well, okay, Roddenberry Lucas. Martin, I, I was, I'm not, first I of all, I'm not putting Lucas and Roddenberry either. Uh, I mean, you know, Lucas did start Star Wars, and God bless him. But you know, if we're talking about, well, is, is this a Mount Rushmore of of what exactly? I think it was Stanley. It may okay, well, what's the what is the oh, Mount Rushmore of like sort of of your geek creation sort of thing? Geek creators. Yeah, and not just on like in not like storytellers, not like the the people that wrote world this builders, version. Right, yeah, the world we, builders. Yeah. Well, then I, no, no. The, well, the first of all, Jack Kirby belongs on there. Kirby, okay. And he belongs on there more than Stan Lee because while Stan Lee was the writer, Jack Kirby is the one that came up with the concepts and the looks that really go into building the world. So true, uh, but if you you have to include Stan Lee because some of Stan Lee's creations weren't Kirby stuff. More specifically, yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, just just on that alone. Uh, okay. And I and I dig I I I I see putting Kirby on there because yeah Kirby was you know not only did he do all of that amazing stuff for Marvel but then he was like oh 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 you think I'm done and then you know New Gods and um, uh, Commandy and all that stuff. See, but so, that's yeah, the I reason why stuff that, that most yeah. people don't pay attention to. Yeah. Well, well, New Gods therefore. Commandy and all that. Okay, no, I, I hear you on. Oh, okay, okay. But okay. new guys, you got to give it. Up. Oh, sure, you yeah, have yeah, to give you it. Know. Up. Yeah. But um, I hear you on that. Okay, and, and okay, maybe you do throw Stanley on there, if if for nothing else, because he's the architect of Marvel's world that he did. And as much as you want to herald DC, uh, DC has been playing catch up to that to um, Marvel ever since Marvel really hit big. So I'll I'll give you Stanley. I think you have to have Kirby. Um, 
George Lucas. You could probably make an argument for George Lucas because of the world of Star Wars. Um, so maybe you can make that argument. Um, I'd say he belongs up there. Him, him and all of the people who helped take what he wrote and turn it into something good. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what the I mean. I, so he represents Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and and that's a, why okay. I'm saying the same thing with Roddenberry. Like obviously he didn't write everything or create all of that, but he he began the template for this thing that you and I owe a great deal to. Mm-hmm. So, okay, all right. I'm, Next. Uh, yeah. What was? How did we get here? <laughs> we said hello. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we got letters. Oh, we got, we got lots, lots and lots and lots and lots, and lots, and lots, and lots of, of letters. letters. This one is from Charles, a.k.a. the Green Lantern Tribble. Hey, guys, it's your boy Charles. On the subject of trades, I recently broke my wrist working what? on my deck in my backyard, so I had a lot of free time on my hands. <laughs> so I used the time off to hit up a local used bookstore and picked up trades that I heard about from shows like Gutter Talk hey. and others that I, I am hooked on. Invincible, Jupiter's Legacy Circle, I Hate Fairyland, Darwin Cook's um, Parker series, and his Catwoman, mm. Paper Girls, and some of Tom King's Batman. Speaking of Tom King, yeah, I was a little pissed with Batman number 50, but confused at the last panel um, what has Thomas Wayne Batman doing there I thought he died during the Batman Flash Mini the button. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, JD. I still go to my local comic book stores and support them, but I'm more of a trades guy now, and my deck came out great, which was worth the broken wrist. If you ever guys, <laughs> if you guys are ever in Chattanooga, you're more than welcome to hang out. Love the show. Gotta talk. And then he sends us a picture of his deck, which is nice. Wow, that nice. looks pretty dope. I'm actually gonna be in Chattanooga yeah, in, nice in, uh, in August. You're gonna be in Chattanooga. I'll be in August? Chattanooga in August. All right. Well, then you've got you've got a place Who's this for thing? Gangster Grass. This is, is, that Charles. The, is that the Green Lantern dribble? The Green Lantern dribble. Charles, I'm gonna hit you up. Um. All right. So uh, let's. Oh, up. Oh, I touched it by accident. Okay. Parker, Catwoman, Paper Girls. All good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This I is hate nice. Fairyland. Now I've always seen that in trade, and it looks kind of interesting. I just don't know if it's necessarily for me, but it does look like it's kind of like goofy, fun stuff. It's very goofy. It's uh, There's a lot of cartoon violence. I Hate Fairyland is an image book by Scotty Young where uh, there's a little girl named Gertrude, and she uh, gets sucked into Fairyland. Think right. Oz, but cartoonier. Mm-hmm. And then her whimsical quest that she has to go on, instead of the ruby slippers from Oz, she's got to find a mystical key. And uh, 30 years go by, and she has yet to find the key. Hmm. So uh, she's a 37-year-old woman in this 30-year-old or this seven-year-old's <laughs> body, and she decides to just start murdering everything in order to get home or to take over. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's just really silly, and there's like the, all the curses are um, cute. So like instead of f my life, it's like fluff my life. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks cute. Yeah. All right, we have another email. This one's from Dean Howard. It says, "Hey guys." Hey guy. I had to respond after listening to the last show. Sorry, JD, but I have to agree with Len on this one. The lack of marriage for Batman, though not unexpected, was very disappointing. I've noticed a trend in comics to think that marriage is an ending rather than a different lifestyle. After 16 years of marriage, I can definitely say that my life is not over. 
I often hear from writers that they can't write character A because the marriage is a hindrance. I'm thinking specifically of several Spider-Man writers. Mm -hmm. I feel this is more failing on the writers than of the characters. I do understand wanting to keep Batman dark, but allowing the character to lighten up is needed sometimes. In A Lonely Place of Dying, Tim Drake was used to the same effect. Yep. Tim's argument was that Batman needed a Robin because he was getting too dark as a lone character. I think Batman's marriage to Catwoman could have served the same purpose. Having Catwoman give, the, give a reason for not going through with the marriage is also an example of telling instead of showing. Let's say, for the sake of argument, that Batman does need to be lonely to be an effective crime fighter. Why don't we go through the wedding and show this to be the case? Mm. At least that would be a bold storytelling choice. Anyway, those are my thoughts on the subject. Looking forward to the next podcast, exclamation point, Dean Howard. Yeah! Yeah! Or is that, was that that guy's name? Or is it Howard Dean? Howard, Howard Dean. Dean. There we go. Remember, remember when you can lose an election just by being enthusiastic? Which I never understood. Yeah, he was like, he was like yeah. fired up. You know, the, like, real, the real guy. funny part about that hmm. was the way that they, they played that. They took all the background noise out. Mm. The crowd yeah. was losing their minds too. Yeah, he so was when into, they, into so the when they crowd. dropped the when they dropped the background noise, it sounds like he's going nuts. Yeah. Everybody was. Yeah. He got yeah, he got they got him. That was good. Stupid. Yeah, anyway, was Dean Howard. Thank I you, would, Dean. Do you guys I would, have any I would tell Dean Howard to the same thing I told my dear friend Len is be patient. Yeah. This book is uh, the, the thing about this book is A, it's been bi weekly. So it, you know, this this fifty issues has only taken what less than two years. Uh, it's mm -hmm. taken about two years, um, and the unfortunate part about the world we live in, me and my man uh, Ramon, were talking about this yesterday on, on our uh, our new podcast. Get your shit together, um, is that the attention span of most people is you know that of a fruit fly with a concussion, so. You know, if you can binge everything mm -hmm. and you don't have to wait a week to watch a show, then, you know, having to wait a, a, a couple of months for a story to continue to be told seems like, oh, my God, this is forever. Yeah. Like, just chill. That, that first 50 issue run of Batman didn't really feel that long. It was coming out every two weeks. It was fantastic stuff. It got there was a little there was a little bit of uh, slow. The suicide was slow in parts. Oh, yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, it's been overall at least as good as Scott Snyder's uh, New Fifty Two Batman stuff. At at the very least, as good, hmm. and which also had some dips. And I and I and I think that you know, and that wasn't even biweekly; that was monthly. Yeah. So I I think that particularly people that can't really tell stories need to just wait and let the man tell his story all right so one thing is this is this is a hundred issue run and he's at 50 he's at issue 50 and so the people who are excited for catwoman and batman getting married don't have that now so they built up to this and then they were just like psych but i don't think you could tell people the story's not over yet when what they wanted was the wedding of Batman and Catwoman. Because now, if the wedding actually happens at issue 100, that's, it's, they've taken the sales out of the out of the, out of the, then it the wind out really of the sales. The wind out of the sales, thank you. Then it wasn't really that important to them. Hmm. 
No, that's not. That, see, that's, I don't think that's that's not true. I, that's not fair. No, it, that's I, not it fair. fair. That's, that's not fair. It say, is fair. You say that it, but then it wasn't important that important to him. If it then it happens later and you still don't get excited for it. The thing the thing is is that for these fifty issues, regardless of how soon or how fast these fifty issues come out, it's still. 50 issues of a comic book. That's a considerable stretch of a comic book. And for a good part of this, a good part of these uh, 50 issues were spent building up this relationship to the point that you are emotionally invested in them not getting married. Now, if it happens that at the it, it, it and they've been building this up in uh, not only in your head but also in in the media, through the media as well. Now, if it gets to that point and they don't get married, okay, they don't get married. But your reason for them not getting married, just like Dean points out, it's like one is it's her telling you that they're, she feels this type of way. There's no real true evidence of it on the ground. The whole time of building up to this was how much they did mean for each other and how much how meaningful them them getting together was going to be. While JD did point out to me that there were li some little uh, hints hints of you know this maybe happening. They weren't they certainly weren't big at all, and they certainly weren't to me from what I read in, in issue fifty. You know, like played out like that in issue fifty at all. They weren't really like hit hit hardcore and illustrated. But still, then when you don't go through with it, it basically is a big psych to all of the all of the readers. That is not only a letdown, that is, some would say, false advertising. And you're, you're, when you're called out on it, the number one thing that you're saying is that, wait, I've got 50 issues more? That's... BS. And it's like, dude, what are you talking about? Especially when a lot of what you've been saying, like you said, this run, you know, some would say that it, it, it matches Scott Snyder's run. Some would say that it, it's it's better. Some would say that it's, it's not as good. I would say, actually, that it may be uh, cohesively, it maybe is a little bit, a little better. But there's also a whole lot of flashbacks in this. The whole, you know, jokes and riddles thing that everybody went ate crap over. That was awesome. Which I liked, Amazing. but it yeah. basically is a flashback. You know yeah. what I mean? It's well, a so is what? Batman Year One. Okay. Well, Batman, you're talking about Scott Snyder's Batman Year One? No, no, no. Yeah, it's Year Zero. Frank Miller's Batman Year One. I'm just saying. Was a flashback. So, so was uh, The Long Halloween. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, one, The Long Halloween was a separate a separate thing. It wasn't It wasn't in the Batman Within the comic. confines of a bigger story. You're right. Right. You're right. You know you're what right. I mean? That's a good so, point. So it's basically a flashback within this long 50-issue build-up to what we're thinking is going to be this grand, you know, event to spring for, spring us forward into some newness with Batman. And then you basically said, psych? Come on, man. That's, 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 that's like, yo, that's like, yo, that's, that's like the worst hand job in America. I see what you're saying there, Len, but it's a bit of a reach. Waka, waka, waka. Um... <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think a I'm not done telling the story is a good excuse. You know what I mean? No, I feel not. like there's a. I don't think you should have to make an excuse. Well, okay, that's true. You know, yeah. I, I think either you like it or you don't. On, or you it's don't. more on uh, sort of DC proper and the New York Times 
yeah. having put it out there like, oh, well, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. Like, I, all right. I think Whatever. making it a giant uh, event was a problem, like sending out wedding invitation or save the dates. Mm-hmm. And then they had, what, five different one-shot preludes to the wedding. Yes. All that sort of okay. rigmarole. I think that was a mistake. Looking for the best man and all that type yeah. stuff. Yeah, man, I mean. Don't care. But I did get two of my favorite Joker, three of my favorite Joker issues out of it. The DC Nation Zero. Yeah. And oh, my God. 48 and 49 in the church. That that DC Nation Zero thing was a mess. Was oh awesome. my God, that was the. I loved it. Ugh. Yes, that was really good. But it's funny how the Joker had absolute very little to play in issue fifty. Now I know he did, he did talk have a battle with Catwoman. Yeah. What yeah. issue was in that? Forty eight, forty nine. Forty eight, forty nine. Well, forty eight was him. Forty eight was him and Batman. Yeah. And then forty nine. That forty nine with him and Catwoman. Just that. Where they're that, slowly bleeding. Yeah, that, that was that was fantastic. That was awesome. And actually, fantastic. he's the one who sows the seed. I yeah. think. I think. Yeah, between that's that, his between, his big. Um, yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? His win, right? Yeah. Between it, that and then the whole thing with Holly that Bane put together. So explain the Bane Holly. Uh, apparently, Bane has been in Holly's ear mm-hmm. to to some degree. To it, it's it's part of his thing to really help. Like he's he's still trying to destroy Batman. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the idea is that you know there was this potential for for Batman to find this happiness, and he was like, no, mm-hmm. because not he you know he owes him for. The, the suicide thing and then the, the I Am Bane run. Like, that's all. He's like, oh, yeah? Okay. Watch I me. didn't make it through either of those stories. Oh, dude. The I Am Bane was 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 ugly. He, yeah. he uh, uh, not the I Am Bane suicide. Batman took the worst beating in that. Oh, Batman did? Yeah. Okay. But, you know, it was all part of the, the plan to get uh, Psycho Pirate out, out of uh, Santa Prisca. Oh, I see. Yeah. See, I think we had talked about this on the show, Len. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, if you were really behind all this, you would have been for getting Bruce to marry Catwoman. Because then, if you if there's the idea is that there'll be no Batman because he's happy, then as a villain, you're like, great, solved it. I solved the Batman problem, guys. I got him married. He's no longer putting on the cowl and running around the streets in the middle of the night. It, it makes sense to me. Yeah. I can understand being uh, being angry and wanting to wreck a man's life, but to make things easier for you as a criminal... And as a but it's not but it's not, but it's not about Bane being a a, a a a criminal in Gotham City. Yeah, it's about it's him about revenge. It's about, yeah. Okay, then there you go. Okay. So. And also then in, in then in Batman Fifty, unless I missed it, and forgive me if I did, because I only read it twice. But <laughs> there wasn't a, a reference in there from Catwoman to anything that Joker may have put. You know thought that he she he may have put it onto her head. Mm. I don't remember a reference of that in Batman 50. Well, I'm Even glad th- they didn't do that. But but I'm that's just saying a, that's a that's a matter of telling not showing. Okay. Well, I I don't know about I don't know about if that. If you're reading the issues, you know, it's a pretty big yeah. point at the end of issue 49, you know. Yeah, well, I hate for them to go like, "Ah, yes, I remember when I was in the church and then I was talking to the Joker and he can he made a comment that made me now I, doubt this marriage." Have, it doesn't even have to be something like that. I it know, could just I know. be like a quick panel or something like that. And then also just story it, it, it just writing wise. It was the last issue. <laughs> it was the I'm last just saying issue. a reference of it which to, if I remember correctly, people, you don't read. Oh. But I read issue 50. So which means you missed 49. (laughs) So you don't even know what you're talking about. (laughs) No, what I just said was that there was no reference in any type of way of that into in issue 50. That's what I said. So 
And what he's just saying is it, that would and be he's bad saying he would because, because no, it, he's it, saying, it just happened he's in the he, last he's saying, issue. He's saying that he would prefer. It, he's happy that it wasn't there. I'm saying it wouldn't have had to been as big as he's making it out to be. Yeah, I was but, being a dick about it. Yeah, he was being a dick. It, it, it could have been just a little line item or anything like that. Also. Just going, it's something that we did touch on last week, but you weren't here, Randy, so you can now offer up your thoughts about it. What do you think, just writing-wise, just character-wise, that Bruce Wayne and Alfred, his father figure, are in on this plot to get the the priest drunk? Yeah, he's a judge. Yeah, the judge. Yeah, let's drunk. give him alcohol poisoning so that <laughs> he will remember my drunk. secret ID. It wasn't like he made him a drunk. He <laughs> knew this guy was a drunk. No, oh, right. so, so let's just enable. You're right. It. There, yeah. there were there probably a, a couple other people that he could have called and said, "Hey, you, a you couple? Know, you're you're probably ordained." I feel like you know, probably Aquaman, just could have asked King, whatever. Alfred. Alfred could have done it. He could put an ad on Craigslist and got somebody better. <laughs> but I would have done it. JD's done it. <laughs> He's married three people so far. I didn't I didn't mind that because I just thought it was funny. You didn't I just, mind. I just that? thought it was funny. How can you not mind that? Because I thought it was funny. Okay, so it's funny. But, and, but it's still, character-wise, you don't think that's out of character? You don't think it's bad writing for the, for the characters? For those two characters involved in that plot, you don't think that's bad writing? Regardless of how funny it is. No, I thought it was actually very well written. If that happens in Batman the Brave and the Bold, the TV series, okay, ha, it's a funny throwaway joke. You know what I mean? But in this comic book series that you have been heralding the writer for, you don't think that that's totally out of character? Not enough that I that it bothered and me. This is why not your opinions are me. suspect and not taken <laughs> serious. My opinions are suspect. <laughs> yes, you've got three things in the world that you like. <laughs> well, that's not Maybe. true. That's not true. Maybe. I like you. Uh, that are right, then there's that's two. <laughs> Was it me, Tawana, and chocolate chip cookies? <laughs> Everything else there are issues with, and maybe it's not that great. And meh. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> He's got you there. I don't like all chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> See? <laughs> all right, so me, Tawana, and, and your but daughter. this is the reason why. Does it, you can't even admit that that's bad writing. You can't even admit that that is not in character for Batman or Alfred to be involved in that plot. You can't even admit that. Because what? Because a joke is funny. No, it, uh, because the way it was written mm -hmm. was amusing. Right? Was it? Listen, listen. I'm listening. Was it not the best idea between the two of them? They, they, was there probably another way they could have gone? Probably. I, but I'm not going to give up on the story because I think that was a bad. There have been bad stuff in lots of things. Okay, but you can't even admit that that was bad. Oh, he just said it. He said there's been bad. I mean, I think he's alluding to the fact that yeah, it wasn't okay. a great decision. Uh, it, yeah, it wasn't the best decision on their part. Like you, like you said, there were. And when no, I was listening no, to it last no, week, no, 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 no. When I was listening to it last week, there the were there were lots of other options they had. There were lots of other options they had. You're right. They could have had you know anybody ordained. I didn't mind him not asking Alfred because he wanted Alfred to be his best man, and that was that to me. That meant more to me that than him nice having moment. Alfred do it. I did it. like that. No, uh, I have but, a problem with but that. But yeah, you, you you call Aquaman because he's a king. You call anybody else because they're ordained to do it, and they already keep your secret anyway, so they can do that. Yeah. There are probably lots of other ways to go with it. I think, but I also, I also think that on that point, there was a nice moment between um, Alfred and Bruce, and I think that they missed a moment to have a nice uh, moment with maybe Clark. So maybe Clark could have have been the you know, the guy to marry them no, to, offici I, to it, officiate or Dick or Dick. Oh, that's who it should have been. 
Maybe. Huh. But 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 you know saying, I mean? like, but saying that it's a decision. bad decision is not owning up to it being bad writing. There's bad decisions, but like the 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 decision to have the whole thing on a freaking rooftop that anybody could have been looking out of the window seeing, yeah. that's a bad decision. But you but maybe you're playing into the characters, you know, you know, they get it in on rooftops. That's what they do. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's okay. a difference between a bad decision by the writer and there, and then the d bad decision by the characters. Yeah, I, I yes. think it was a bad decision by the characters. I think it was a bad decision by the characters. See, that's what and, you're and, wrong. And, and I think it's a bad decision, decision, by, the decision by the writer. Okay, fine. That's you're allowed to think that. Yeah. No, no, no. You're totally allowed to think that. No, 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 uh -huh. They're like, well, this bad decision was made, and so therefore the entire story is moot, and I don't care. First the guy of all, who only fine. checks in once every fifty issues. Exactly. Anyway. That's no, not like, what I said. <laughs> That's not what I said. But I am just talking about that that point right there. And also, I am sorry, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry for for a freaking world. There are times <laughs> when you can have an opinion about something, but. There are also times where there are, you know, you can't ha necessarily have an opinion about a fact. And the fact, I don't care what you, how you want to look at it, the fact is that what JD has just said is, co is correct. It was a bad decision by the writer, not by the characters because it was totally not in character and I'll make the, the Batman and I'll make that, that, that the writer has created. And if, and if that's the case, I'll make that decision when the writer is finished telling the story. But he's already I, finished with that, that piece that we're talking about. And when the writer is finished telling the story, I'll, I'll make that decision. So the only thing that is possibly I'm, going to happen in the next 50 issues for this to turn around is for it to be revealed that Bane had somehow instigated that whole scene with the judge and Bruce deciding that he's going to be drunk and that's I, how he's going to forget I don't his secret know. identity. I don't know. I, I, obviously, I don't think that's. I'm, no, I'm saying, but I, but that's I the don't only know. way it would change. But I have. Opinion. I have no idea yet. Right. Oh lord. Oh, I have lord. no idea yet. And <laughs> the funny thing about me is that I will wait for something is finished before I judge it completely. Okay. Let's, I'm weird that way. Hmm. Yeah, that's one word for it. Let's move on. We got another email from. Oh yeah, we do. Ben Fury, right? Yes. Hey, Randy, do you want to read it? Sure. Hey, Len and Johnny. Long-time listener, Beardyak here. I wanted to chime in about the Batman wedding topic. While I'm not a reg oh, regular reader of the title, admittedly, my comic reading frequency has slipped a lot in my older age. I do have to agree with Len on this one. While I understand that the Batman exists because of the shooting of his parents, I see it more as a catalyst than a definition of, than a definition of who he is. It certainly shaped him into who he is and gave him his motivations. I don't see why a he happy, healthy Bruce Wayne couldn't still be effective in the cow. Dick Grayson isn't nearly so scarred emotionally. He was an excellent Batman for his time and has managed to be a hero in his own right for decades, even finding happiness at times. Without being overly driven to avenge his need, overly driven by his need to avenge the death of his parents. To narrow a hero's ability to find purpose as a hero to a state of unrest is to assume a lack of complexity in people as well as a lack of abilities, lack of ability of fans to reconcile these matters. While I agree that the melodramatic nature of comics wouldn't allow for him to be blissful, to be in a blissful status quo, it seems short-sighted by the writer to assume that Bruce needs dissonance to adhere to his crusade. If anything, I think that having something to relieve that discord might help him see better ways to achieve his vigilante goals. Sorry for the rant, but I am one. But I, for one, am not a huge fan of the cyclical nature that both Marvel and DC have, like to adhere to sometimes. I'd much rather see characters grow and evolve for the struggles they face and allow for legacies and the passing of mantles. But that's likely too much to ask for from this medium, at least for the 
big two. I know others managed to pull this off. Closing thought, without being too spoilery, in case not all present have seen it through, I'm curious if you guys have thoughts about what might be in store for Luke Cage Season 3 based on how the second season ended. Are there any comic arcs that you think of that they can tap for inspiration based on things they left with Luke and maybe with the evolution of Tilda? Related, are you guys as hopeful for as I am for Iron Fist Season 2 based on his one-episode cameo in the recent Luke Cage season? Peace, Beardyak. All right, so... Uh... I like what I like what uh, Beardy Beardyak Beardyak Beardyak, and it kind of dawned on me while while that was going on. I think I've come around on this. Uh, I did not like the fact um, that it, they were going to get married, and I felt like Batman as a character shouldn't be married because he's too dark. But then I was thinking about well, you know, I think he brought it up here. There are different writers who write Batman. We were talking about this last week, Len. You've got the Dark Knight Returns Batman from mm-hmm. Frank Miller. You've got like the Brave and the Bold version of Batman. Mm-hmm. I think, in retrospect, I'm sad that we don't have Tom King giving us all of that. Right. So one of the plot points of this could have been he marries Catwoman, and that creates the smiler, happier version of Batman, and we follow him on that arc where he becomes the more brave and the boldy or even think Dick Grayson when he was in the cowl, mm-hmm. Grant Morrison's John, and then we watch him descend back into uh, dark. The, the dark the dark night Batman. Right. I'm a little sad even, we don't get that. I don't even think you need that. I think oh. if you ever read any of uh, Grant, actually Grant Morrison's Batman before he went before he went uh, like crazy purple suit, yeah, like that nutty. That guy, like when they introduced Damien, mm-hmm. that Batman, he was he, there was a, there was a, I forget what it was, which issue it was, but there was a point where he was like, I'm not this guy anymore. Peter Tomasi did the same thing mm-hmm. in the Batman and Robin series. Peter Tomasi, uh, one of the things that he did was he said that he was no longer celebrating. Uh, the anniversary of his parents' death. I yes. remember that. Yeah, yeah. They, he was celebrating their, their anniversary. Yeah, he was celebrating their life. Like that guy, I I think, I think Tom King could write, and I think you know, I, I it wouldn't surprise me if he did, but I, I I feel like that Batman could be just as injured because I love that Grant Morrison stuff, and he wasn't like really sort of wrapped up and really gritty, and he was just like, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. I've chosen to do this. Mm-hmm. This is my thing. Okay. Um, and I think uh, Scott Snyder brought a lot of that back towards the end, like right when he was, uh, the whole thing happened with him and the Joker, and then when he came back after uh, Jim Gordon, Gordon was Batman, yeah. you know, I... I I felt some of that. Yeah. Um, and you kind of felt some of that in the beginning of the Tom King. Like that first issue where he was like, well, I'm just going to jump on the back of this plane yeah. and try. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. that's not something like gritty, sad Batman does. That's, that's like, diehard well, Batman. All right, I'm, all right. Let me see if I can pull this off. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I think I think that's something that that can happen. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm patient enough to wait for it. Okay. Cool. But I, I do see, I do see his point. Like Dick Grayson was a very different sort of Batman. Yeah, yeah. he was, and yeah, it was fun, and I'm okay with that. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I'm just I'm lamenting the fact that we're not getting that in this run. I think that could have been really cool. Yeah, uh, I have not seen Luke Cage season two. I'm about to start it. I just finished Jessica Jones season two. Mm-hmm. So you guys have both seen. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just have. So that, that last question is for y'all. Well, first of all, I'll address the Iron Fist thing because a lot of people are heralding, you know, looking forward to Iron Fist season two based off of his one episode cameo in Luke Cage season two. And I will address that as well. Iron Fist on Luke Cage was a unicorn. It looked pretty. Is that a... Oh, I thought you meant like the woman that couples look for to have a threesome with? No. No? Okay. No. Different unicorn? <laughs> no. Different unicorn, yeah. No. I have a word for, Never mind. Uh, uh, no, it was a unicorn because because the, the, the Iron Fist, Finn Jones, the actor that plays him, wasn't bad in that. He was pretty, he was, he was pretty good. He was playing off of uh, Mike Coulter's Luke Cage, who, because he was the lead, because this was his, this was his show, was leading their dynamic. Mm -hmm. He was just, uh, and Iron Fist was just a little bit of seasoning in there. So it was great. However, uh -oh. left to his own devices, Finn Jones as Iron Fist is boring. Oh, yeah. He's boring, and I don't care what anybody says. I don't think that his um, fight choreography is well at all. Does anyone does anyone back up that fight choreography? Well, there are people that are heralding. They say that it looked better in this one particular. Oh, in episode. this particular. Okay. And I right. and, and, and looking still at not it, good? I, it still didn't do anything for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I think I I do not look forward to Iron Fist two no. at all. It's going. I, I, I. They better come out of the gate with something really, really good in order to get some word of mouth going. Because no only, one cares. The only selling point for Iron Fist Two for me is that that is where I think you will finally get the uh, the realization of the uh, Daughters of the Dragon. Oh yeah, see that? that gets me excited. Yes. Because Misty, I haven't seen it yet, but Misty gets the arm, doesn't she? Yes, yeah. she does. Yeah. yeah. I've yes. been waiting for that. Yeah, it's pretty banger. I remember she got shot in Luke Cage season one, and mm -hmm. I was like, oh, Which here we alluded go. Which to it. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah. The, and then you, you got to watch the Defenders. <laughs> Misty Knight, yeah. the unluckiest right arm in, in the world. <laughs> and, and, you know, she plays out pretty pretty well. Yeah. Yo, you know. she's she's really good. Simone <laughs> season Mystic. two. Yeah, man. Yo, Diary of a Mad Black Triple. That. She murders that season two. She's so good. Yeah. Nice. Um, I can't and wait to so start is her husband. Oh, the two Dorian of them together Missick, on yes. screen together. Yo. Oh, who's her husband? Dorian Missick. He has a uh, he has a, a guest starring role in season two of Luke Fun. Cage. Fun. There's a guy named Cockroach. Yes. Oh, yeah. nice. And boy, is he a cockroach. Yeah, he really is. So he really, the, really is. the thing I loved the first, I don't know, and I'm picking a number here, ten episodes of Luke Cage season one, mm -hmm. and then they made the switch where they got rid of uh, Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth and they brought in Copperhead. God. Yeah, they solved awful. that with uh, with episode with season two, because uh, season two is more of a season long arc, arc that mm -hmm. actually plays out. I mean, it does have it has some moments where it drags, mm. but you are so invested in the the two villains in season two Good. that uh, it it pulls you through. And you know who not... I like that keeps showing up? Um, oh man, what's his name? Ah, from Daredevil, Turk. Turk. Oh yeah, I love the key Turk showed up Your in Turks Jessica Jones. Yeah, Turk's been the Turk's been that guy throughout yeah. like all of those runs of comics. He yeah. would just show up every now yeah. and again. And 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 I like that they 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 pay that forward into the in the in the series. Yeah, if yeah. you ever read any uh, classic Power Man and Iron Fist, there was a guy that used to hang out with them named D.W. Mm -hmm. He would just kind of chill at the, this movie theater. They they used to sort of 
their sort of base of operations. Yeah. They've updated DW uh, on the show, and he's awesome. Nice. I love this kid. He's dope. That's yeah. awesome. His t-shirt game is on Now, are on you point. looking forward to what they alluded to at the end of season two of Luke Cage, our, our writer asked, um, do you see that uh, – uh, how do you see that playing dividends in season three? Well, I I I, don't, I can't think of anything in in comics, in comics that yeah where Luke has ever gone this route. I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that he gets a little bit smarter. Yes, and just starts listening to his girl. Like, well, he's not even with his girl. Yeah, well, and yeah, and that's a problem. Whatever problems you have in your life, if Rosario Darson oh, is yeah. part of making that better, yeah. That's the route you go. Yeah. That's that's easy. Mm-hmm. That's easy. And sure. so I'm hoping he he gets his his brain on right and uh and and figures that out. I do want to see what's going to happen with Tilda. Okay, yes. Tilda uh is classic Power Man and Iron Fist stuff and you know, I'm really I don't want to give any of this away for JD. Well, they but, gave her the hairstyle. Yeah. Yeah, I'm re- I'm really looking forward to her. Nice. Yeah, so we'll I think what, that's, we'll I think that's the, the the way everybody's really leaning. That and Misty becoming closer to the incarnation that she is in the comics. Yeah. You know, I think that's where everybody is leading. True. We all want to see Luke Cage smarten up. You know, if his level of intelligence just rises to the level that it is in the comics. Yeah. Because it's not in the no, show. No, not at all. Not, he, not yet. He, he not makes yet. some of the most dunderheaded mistakes yeah. in, the, in the series that just like annoyed me so much. It was my biggest gripe about uh, season two of Luke Cage. So if he only levels up to that degree, then it'll yeah. it'll be great. It'll get, yeah, it'll be dope. It'll be very dope. All right, we got another letter, JD. Oh my God! People, they they were they they like us. I love it. Apparently. I'm so excited. What can I say? You know, the people they they love us. And this one is from uh, it's a it's a oldie but a goodie because it's from Christopher Goodnight. Ah, dear Len and JD, and maybe Randy. Whoa! Hell no, I'm not trading my comics. Oh right. Not my current ones, anyway. Maybe some of the olders that I have that I no longer collect or I have no desire to reread, but even that has a tendency to bite me on the ass. Totally forgot to take out my copy of Amazing Fantasy 15, first appearance of Amadeus Cho, when I sold off most of my collection back when I was broke. Oops. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Amazing Fantasy 15, first appearance of Amadeus Cho. That's what he says. Yeah, they did a new Amazing Fantasy a few years back. Oh, okay. I would be involved in a group that passes comics around the table to read and then discuss as long as I got them back (laughs) when the meeting was done. Yeah, right. As for Die, 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 Ah. Robert Kirkman's new book, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. I was hesitant to pick up another new series, but for the start of a new series I knew nothing about, it was really entertaining. A bit of Why the Last Man mixed with something from Mark Millar's uh, Twisted Mind. And speaking of Why the Last Man, I'm so excited they've started making progress on the series at FX. Mm Mm-hmm. Hopefully, this isn't another lock and key slash the six gun scenario where the pilot gets made and never sees the light of day. Speaking of comics as TV series, how soon is too soon to adapt something? Gideon Falls, a great horror comic, is being adapted as a TV show after only three issues. The fourth comes out next Wednesday. I'm happy for the creators, but that is just too soon in my opinion. 
Yours, Chris St. Saucy, good night. So if I remember correctly, the Scott Pilgrim movie got started about after volume three of that came out. Uh, maybe three or four. Yeah, but it wasn't that volume three of a trade. It's That's the only way it came out. Yeah. yeah. But, but I'm saying... But, so that's The story more, wasn't finished. But I'm saying it's more of a thicker... Sure. More story that's been out, put out. Yeah, but they started working on it way before the, the series before was, even it was finished. Over, yeah. yeah, but okay, true. But when did the movie come out? Because that was a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah. That was years ago. But I'm that saying... Was like ten, almost 10 years ago? That, that they started working on it. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. I don't have dates for you. I just know that like volume three or four was out, and they were like, "Hey, we're making a movie." And and, then, and when the movie came out, where were they? They were. They not, had finally they wrapped, had finished, up. wrapped it up. They had wrapped it up. Yeah, right. but that was before yeah, Brian but, Lee O'Malley had yeah, even but three drawn issues, though, the three issues. Is, is I, I think a lot of it is just and um, real quick, big up to to Saint Saucy. He actually hooked me up with a book that I needed for a customer, and he. Bought it and mailed it out to me. So ah, nice. big ups to the and I got you on that. Good looking out. Um, yeah, three issues is probably quick, and it, it feels to me like part of the whole Hollywood. Let's get in on everything comic book related right now, so we can get this money. Even if it turns out, you know, the the that it's just not any good. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not saying that Gideon Falls isn't any good. I haven't had a chance to check it out because we keep selling out of it. But it's like it, it feels like stuff is getting licensed or whatever mm-hmm. before there's any real meat to it. Well, it sounds like it was a, a script that was pitched and at the same time that they decided to make it into a comic book mm-hmm. to yeah. pre- uh, preserve or protect the IP. So, And it's Robert yeah, yeah, Kirkman. Yeah. So Robert Kirkman has one of the yeah, right oh, now. highest grossing yeah. is him too? Yeah. Oh, well, He's got one yeah. Yeah, highest grossing TV horror shows of all time. Yeah, yeah. Robert Kirkman can be like, uh, yeah, I'm doing a, a book about going grocery shopping. I'm buying it. Yeah, I'm going to make I'm, a movie out of can it. Can I get that? Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, I saw it a book. Let's make it an yeah. animated series yeah. of 3D movies. Because <laughs> they did the same thing with um, Outcast. Yeah. Outcast yeah. only had a few issues on on the shelves before they were starting to make it a show. Yeah, that's on Showtime. I Is think. that still going? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I watched the first episode and that was it because it was the only free one. Nah. Yes, yeah, that's YouTube. a Showtime. Also, but with it being Robert Kirkman, he has proven that while after only three issues it's been been bought, he's proven that he can present for the television and for the comics totally separate stories. Yeah, that is in that same universe. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't have to necessarily. Maybe that he sold them on the concept, and now he gets to explore it, mm-hmm. just like he, you know, he used uh, Walking Dead. Yeah. Speaking of uh, adaptations of comic books, I was thinking today. Well, you were thinking DC. A lot. I was thinking. I got my legs crossed like this, <laughs> and I was just postulating. You're looking um, like the thinker. So, I was thinking about DC movies and DC um, the things that they adapt and they bring to the screen. And I think I'm glad that with the Justice League. They brought in a different director. They saw that maybe things were going a little too dark. That maybe people weren't appreciating it at a high, at, at you know, the level that they may have wanted to. So they were going to bring a lightness to the DC properties that they didn't have with Man of Steel and Bat- Batman versus Superman stuff like that. And I really appreciated that that they were course correcting and maybe making some new decisions. And then they dropped the trailer today for Titans. <laughs> Did you guys watch the trailer for Christmas? I have not watched the trailer. Now, 
I, to be fair, I myself am constantly having that battle online of like, wait till you see the show. Don't judge it based on this trailer. trailer. Right. Or, you know, I was, I was the ones raising my hand when everyone was mad at the picture of the Titans, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone was like, ah, they, they all look like homeless people. Um, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to watch it. But I was a little confused by Robin saying, fuck Batman in the trailer. Whoa, we need to pause and I need to see this trailer. Here we go. Hello? Who are you? Everything led me here. To you. You're the boy from the circus. You got no place to hide. And I'm feeling like a villain, got a hunger inside. Nowhere to hide from all of this. Please, can you help me? Madness, madness. Where's Batman? Fuck Batman. There's something evil inside of me. You're scared. I get it. But you can control it. You don't know what I've become. Sometimes. When I feel the darkness, it feels good. My mom says there's no such thing as monsters. I used to think that. I was wrong. So we're back. We just watched the trailer to Titans, which is coming on, is it the DC the Universe DC app, streaming whatever service. that is? The which, DC All Access, isn't it? Yeah. DC All, is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, I would like to preface all of this by saying I'm very excited for that. Yeah. I want to yeah, I want to be able to read comics. That. I want to be able to watch the shows, et cetera, et cetera. That being said, we just watched the, the trailer, Titan, Titans trailer. Yes, and, and and you started this because your your initial thoughts on said trailer. Um, I don't like to judge things before they come out. But I do then not don't. feel I, I'm 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 allowed to have my feelings about this trailer. You're allowed to have your opinion of the trailer, yes, JD. It doesn't fill me with hope to see this. Uh, that you know, if this was, I don't know, man. Seeing Robin like that, it just um, uh, well, if there's a story reason for it, then I'm all for it. Um, but we'll find that out. Well, I can tell you what the story reason is for seeing Robin as he is uh, portrayed in this trailer, and that's because they don't have Batman. So he does pretty much everything that Batman, Batman does. does. From basically, it's the it's the scene from Batman Begins, except he's throwing an R mm -hmm. instead of a bat. It's the exact same scene. And am I wrong? Did he fire a gun? Yes. No. Did he fire a gun? I feel like he, he fired at them. I don't know if he shot anybody. I don't know. He sure. like fired. He grabbed a gun from some one of the villain or one of the. Well, he certainly sounds like he breaks one guy's neck when he steps on his neck. Yep. Yep. You know, if nothing else. So yeah. So okay. You definitely have said that you're not not only for 
portraying a darker iteration of the Titans, but the Titans apparently live in a darker universe yeah. because these Titans are, <laughs> mean business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So maybe this is a story arc for Robin. Maybe it's like the story arc in the one that they attempted in Batman versus Superman where he starts off super dark and then through meeting Superman is supposed to gain some hope. Okay. And maybe he's a loner and he's down and he's having trouble and he's dark. And then through meeting the Titans, he becomes a more lighter character. Lighter character. But like all are, it's 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 not like each character has a different feel in this in this series. Yeah, it looks like have, it's all dark. It's all dark. So like this, if this was from the point of view of Raven, mm-hmm. this would all make sense. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But because it all just seems like they're being painted with the same brush, it's a little frustrating. Very much so. So Randy of Undying Optimism, for anything DC, how do you feel about this this series? I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so no, no, I'm sorry, the, the trailer, trailer. The trailer. All right. No, it's all right. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, yeah. but what... It, we'll see. What does the trailer... Like you can watch a trailer for a movie, and you can either get hyped for the movie, or I want to see it. Okay, but again, you can watch a trailer for the movie, mm-hmm. and you can get hyped for the movie, or you can say, "Uh, that doesn't look that great," but I'm going to check it out, and I'll give them the benefit of a doubt. So, where do you land as far as this trailer? I'm pretty hyped for it. I mean, so this trailer gets you hyped for it. Yeah, I've been hyped for it from from the announcement of it. All right, okay, cool. so it's a Titan show. Why right. does the trailer get you hyped? Just seeing the stuff, you know what I mean? Just, I, I like the look of Starfire. Um, you know, the girl they, they picked to play her, I'm a fan of hers. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Fantastic. Um, I'm sorry, I, real quick. Not, you say you're a fan of hers? Is, is yeah, she from she something? Was on that... a, I saw her on uh, 24. Oh, she was uh, the, the new yeah, dude yeah. on 24, his wife on there. Okay. Yeah, she's pretty She's pretty bomb. Um, and I'm, I'm just curious about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm curious why fuck Batman. I that's wa- where I'm that's at. That's where I, w- I want to know. I'm at curiosity, not you know, hype. Yeah. Uh, and All right, cool. Okay. Len, how did you feel about the trailer? I thought that the trailer was, I um, like, like I said, I think they lean like so anything. far on the dark that to me there has to be a narrative reason for yeah. that. Yeah. Because there's one thing to be just dark. Like on its look alone, I don't like that it looks so dark. But because of the story, story or at least what you know inklings of it you got from the the trailer are also dark and like like super dark then i'm feeling like okay then there's got to be some kind of narrative reason for this let's see how this all plays out i'm curious i'm going to watch it anyway yeah so i will check it out but i don't like that their robin in this world appears to be basically a substitute for Batman. Yeah. I don't necessarily like the look of the actor that they got to play Robin. Uh, I liked the look of the actress playing Raven. I liked what they. I liked her look. That was interesting. I didn't mind Starfire. I didn't even mind Beast Boy. Um, you know what flashes you saw of Hawk and Dove. It's like eh, I guess it could work. I guess you know who knows. But I'm curious. However, it does not fill me with optimism at all. Yeah, there are certain trailers that when they hit, I go, oh, did you guys see that new trailer? Right, right. You guys see that Into the Spider-Verse trailer? Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. That is the difference. Yes, I'm going to see Into the Spider-Verse. But yeah. that trailer, both of the trailers... I've watched it several times. Just get you so hyped up. Yeah. Like, yo, I am ready for this because this looks right. This yeah. looks on point. You know what I mean? This looks like it can easily be a miss, but we shall see. Do you remember the 90s? I do remember the 90s. So does this trailer. If it just feels like someone watched The Crow and then went, all right, now do this for Ooh, all of the titans. Why you go to Crow? <laughs> oh, yes, good, yes, yeah. It just, it's, it just seems, yeah, broad, broad strokes. Everything in this trailer looks like it takes place in the same episode, you know, which may well be the same day. Okay. Okay. I'm okay with that. Let, like, let's. I'm, I'm more than willing to let it play out. And I, I find it fascinating because I, you know, I read some of the stuff on uh, some comments online, and somebody was like, "Does this whole thing take place at night?" Well, you don't know. You have no idea. But because you know, attention spans are are as long as they are. Everybody's like, "Well, it's I'm going to judge this entire. Sp- I'm going to judge this entire thing." Uh, the in, the in, the entirety of what this is going to be, mm-hmm. based off of this minute and a half, which I if you're looking I, at I, if you're looking at a trail of a minute and a half, true, it's not a lot. But however, but if in that minute and a half, it at least looks like it's jumping around scene for scene for scene. Like you said, it mm-hmm. could all take place at in basically one night. But if it does look like it's jumping around scene for scene as well as in those scenes at different settings and all of them appear like they, to be like they're um, taking place at one particular time of the day, then it is therefore not a, a, a an a crazy question to ask, hey, does this all take place at night? Maybe it's being rhetorical with the question because that's one of the things that the 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 trailer has got you questioning. But it's not an absurd question to have. So when you were you you had uh, left for just a minute while we were talking, and I had said that if this was part of the narrative of the story, if there's a reason for Robin to be dark, and then he meets the Titans, and the Titans are what sort of lightens it up gradually, yeah. then I'm totally into sure. it. Sure. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Um, but I don't know that yet. No, no. no. And so that, I, that is my hope. Yeah. Seeing this. I'm, I'm already giving it the benefit of the doubt and hoping that it's doing something with it as opposed to just being away. Do you see yeah. what I mean? No, I see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so joining us, I had a quick question for Amy. Um, hi, Amy. Hi. hi, Amy. Hi. Have you been on the show before? No. Nope. Oh, first time. Yeah. Ne- <laughs> Never listener, first time on. Um, so you just watched. No, the- she. Oh, you have listened. listened. You have listened. Um, do you know anything about the Titans? Yeah. So I was actually a big Teen Titans, the cartoon. Like the, uh, in the, what was it, like late 90s or yeah. Early 2000s? Yeah. The good one, Teen Titans, not yeah. Teen Titans Go. No, no, Teen Titans. Yeah. The one from, yeah. And I watched it all the time, religiously. Okay. Every time it was on, I watched it. So oh, I was, yeah. So you've got a basis. Great. So my question is, how did you feel about this? So I actually, like, I don't, I was kind of disappointed because I was hyped whenever I heard that there was going to be a Titans show. And I, because when I think of it, you know, I was younger when it came out. So I think of all these, like, really campy, like, exciting, cartoon adventures and mm-hmm. stuff. So I thought that maybe this would be an opportunity for DC to go lighter again. Right. But instead, I think it's really bold to say, f- can I say fuck on this? Yeah. <laughs> to say, you can bleep it out, you can edit it out if you want. To say fuck Batman, I think that's bold. I don't know. I was, it's bold. Yeah. I think it's done for shock value. Yeah. 
Um, it did shock me, uh, not in like a ooh kind of way, in yeah. like a oh. I know. Mm. Like, is that what we're doing? Yeah. yeah. I was just, right. it just seemed unnecessarily dark. I My thing is like for a company that has been putting out films that has gotten a lot of backlash online for being dark, so much so that a Deadpool movie literally made a reference to it within the confines of the story yes. of like, oh, so dark, are you yeah. sure this isn't the DC Universe? To then double down on that on another series that isn't historically a dark and gritty set of characters. Very true. Um, I, I thought it was very interesting. Yeah, I think that's the other thing. It's it's not historically that look. You know what I mean for for Titans. Titans is, has never really been dark at all. Really, not that I think. And the darkest that. The darkest that Titans has really been has been through the character of Raven, you know, which which if this is dark because of that, then I'm with it. And you can look at me out of the side of your mouth. Lazarus contract. Lazarus contract. Yes. Which is one of the, the, the darkest, not- ugliest stories in comics history, dude. Yes. Are you talking about the Judas contract? I'm sorry. Lazarus was the, the recent one. one. Judas. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What about They've it? They've done dark before in the title. Yes, they have been. They, they have Very been dark. dark. Extraordinarily why, dark. But the reason why that works is be, be, is the juxtaposition between that storyline and the universe as it's been set up, which is why it hits so hard like a gut punch. And it, and even as the dark. The entire and brother dark, blood run. And it's dark. Morbidly and dark. And it's dark. And as dark as the Judas contract was, it was nowhere near as dark as what we just saw on that trailer. You know what that trailer was? That trailer was Frank Miller and Jim Lee's all-star Batman, the Titans in that world, are what you saw in that trailer. And that is a world that a ton of people have trouble with. And that's what was depicted on that trailer. In a minute and 30 seconds. Yes, that's the world. I said I'm giving it. A, I'm giving it a, a chance, but the world as it depicted is All Star Batman, Batman and Robin. That's what that world is. That's how dark that is. And it makes. And you just heard Amy. Amy and, and Amy can't be wrong. No, that's absolutely true. <laughs> it reminded me of Birds of Prey. See, see, but Birds of Prey, Birds of Prey was dark because in its look, but it really wasn't that dark no. in its story. My my view of it, you know, I haven't seen it since the, it was airing. Yeah, it wasn't really but, that dark in its story. Yeah. It, maybe it, it was actually closer to campy. Hmm. You know what I mean? I think about like whenever I saw the trailer for like Luke Cage, not to compare Marvel versus DC or whatever, mm-hmm. but or like even because to stay in like the TV universe. Or, you know, Daredevil for right. the first time. And I was like, because I'm a huge Daredevil fan. And I was like, holy shit, this is going to be awesome. Right. And this, this, I was a huge Teen Titans fan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, I'll watch it probably just because right. nostalgia. And I think it could be, I want to, I don't like, like you guys said, I don't like to rule things out before I ever watch them. Right. So. No, that's the way to be, I think. But I think we can also have opinions based on what yeah. we've seen so far. Yes, we can yeah. have opinions on what we have seen so far. <laughs> and that's what we're giving our opinions on what we've seen so far. For for listeners who can't right. tell because this is uh, audio, uh, Len is staring at Randy while he's saying this. <laughs> Randy is actually here for a reason, ladies and gentlemen. There's a reason why. Is that, is that reason friendship? 
camaraderie? It is. It, is. Yeah. it really is. <laughs> um, so last week, yeah, yeah. Last week on Gotta Talk, there was a Previously. there was an interesting discussion of something or other, um, and some somehow my name came up. <laughs> my name um, was in your mouth. <laughs> Yo, my name was in somebody's mouth, <laughs> yeah. and uh, they decided to try and you know play games with my name. First of all. <laughs> The official title is Voice of Reason. Why? Because 99.9% of the time, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Mm. Um, all right, 99.8. There you go. And so when people try and come out their mouth with my name uh-huh. incorrectly, <laughs> you can only do that in my presence. Ah. Oh. You can only do that face-to-face to me. Yeah, I'm not one of these internet cats that's on some anonymous shit, and you can talk shit about me <laughs> on the online or whatever. Nah, you either come to my, you 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 say all of that to me in my face, or you don't bring my name up out your mouth. And so, when whatever the ball name is, Andrew, or whatever came in here trying to put my name in his out his mouth incorrectly, a you don't do that. The, I, I'm not the internet. You can't just be out here in the streets saying stuff about me and whatever. The thing that really got me was my mans, Aww. my homies. As he points to JD. <laughs> and your that black was, ass, too. A, oh, me, too? Yes. Uh, he included you. Oh, I know. JD, I would take a bullet to the foot for both of y'all. You what? I take a bullet to the foot for both of y'all. To the foot? Yeah. That's I only take a bullet to the face for my baby. That's intense. The fact that y'all let some ball. Come out his out his mouth <laughs> with my name mm-hmm. incorrectly, mm-hmm. yo. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. If somebody came up to me and was like, "You bored Bathead Tribble," or you know, what I mean, punk ass JD, I'd take that. Take we'd that. be brawling. Yeah. In the street, I drag a boy out by the face for that. <laughs> and y'all let this boy come out his face, not knowing me, not knowing nothing about me. Mm-hmm. And disrespect me? Mm. <laughs> that broke my heart, man. Uh, I sat home in the bathtub and cried in the bathtub for like an hour. <laughs> That's not true. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to just let y'all marinate on that. Okay. Well, well please do. But the other came, the, I just want to make sure, is he guilting us like a grandmother? Yes. Okay, cool. The other thing is... Like I said, I, I love the two of y'all. Audience, I love y'all. He's, he's, I love he's y'all. Italian I'm worried about gestures. y'all. I'm really worried about both of you. Okay, well, now, I, well I, we got something wrong. I'm not too worried about Len because Len's an old man. I get it. Okay. He's a salty old man. I, I, I get it. I'm, 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 I'm reaching that, that old, that salty old male ran realm. I know it. I feel I'm sorry, it. Reaching? I understand it. <laughs> oh, You're no, reaching. Only, that? I'm only reaching it because I'm a little bit younger than Len. A little bit, not a lot. We, we, we about in the same realm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm worried about you, man. Me? As yeah. To JD. yeah. I'm worried about you because I think you you getting stuck in his salty <gasps> right here and it's rubbing oh. off on you. Oh no. You used to be a joyful, like really joyous man with with hope. Yeah. And all this salty is rubbing <laughs> off on you. You turn it into like a like a pretzel. Just all this salt is washing <laughs> off on Philadelphia you. Philadelphia pretzel. The two of you are the biggest comic book snobs I've ever encountered no. in my life. Yeah, you are. No. Yes, you are. Balder yes, you are. Pussy, and I say. Now, 
But see, you're not comic book snobs like the comic book snobs that I know that are very much like this is the only thing that I like because it's uh, because it's only Marvel and it's all I read, or it's only DC and it's all I read. Uh-huh. You're not those people. You guys are turning into those people that say, I only read graphic novels. Oh, that's bull. Yes, you are. No. I'm listening to you every week. I'm, 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 I'm out of it. I'm out of it. I'm away from the whole thing. I'm on the outside listening in. I'm constantly and, giving uh, him shit for... Well, like, yeah, but he's been that guy for years. Yeah, and not, not and guy. not just because of the format in which he reads, but like the the actual format of the 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 the, the paper binding. Yeah. Not just because of that. I see. Um, and I'm I'm scared. I'm worried about you guys, man. The within the 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 realm of all of this, there's so much joy and so much wonderfulness and so much happiness. And when you're only that guy that's like, I'm only going to read the book that three people have ever read because it's in graphic novel form and it's the uh. There was like, some bullshit you're, coming you're, out of your lips, son. Nah, bro. What bruh. are you talking about? Nah, no bruh. point have I ever I'm said listen- anything even remotely I'm like li- that. But I'm but I'm listening to you every week, and if it's not like. You know, some ball with one foot wrote it because <laughs> he has to rep for for the the ten one foot people that he knows. Like, it, and it, it's 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 driving me nuts, man. I got a I got a I got a grown man here that calls himself a bat tribble that ain't read a Batman book in forever. That's not true. That breaks my heart. That's not true. That is now my foot triple, my foot triple. He's on his game. He's he's all excited about the new Spider-Man, John. It's very, and I, I feel like that joy is still there in you. Yes. And I, I don't want it. I don't want. I don't want my dear angry friend Leonard to take that from you, man. I don't want. I I I, I and I think, I think you need to start to rechannel some of that joy, back into my dear friend Leonard. I I don't know why. I'm not sure what it is. Cause he's a pretty happy man, you know what I mean. He's got a beautiful lady and a lovely home, and with 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 torches now in the backyard. Um, he's the commander in chief of the livest podcast in the city of Philadelphia, and he's beautiful. And his run solo picture is about the coolest image captured on the internet all year. And yet this man is so so angry, and I don't want that to happen. To my to my dear friend, hold up, is that the semi pop figure? Anyway, um, I don't I don't want that to happen. And I want JD. I want you to be able to, to maintain that joy and and flow some of it back into Leonard, and not let his his rage and ire and 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 and, and darkness that's coming off of the the, the Titans trailer into you. <laughs> I want you to keep some of that light back in him. Oh, so you're admitting that there's darkness in the Titans trail? I already said there was. Okay. okay. I, I don't want you lost, man. I want you to be able to, 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 to walk into your store every day happy about stuff and be like, hey, look, there's a new blah, 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 and I'm happy about it. I feel like you live in an alternate reality. Nah, bro. I don't know. what. Okay. For the nah, benefit bro. of me, what are you talking about? <laughs> Listen. Like I hear I, the words that I are coming out of your back. mouth. I, I see, because I, I, I feel like you, 
you guys do this and then you don't listen to it. Oh, what's that's, that's like, 100% true. 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 I do not listen to JD it. JD does not listen, as but I listen to it every week. As with as with most of my life, any, if it's out of my mouth, it's no longer inside of me and it's gone forever. <laughs> I have no idea what I've just said. I black out whenever we do a podcast. I wake up and I go, oh, what happened? If so, he didn't wake up next to his wife, he wouldn't know that he was married. Because yeah. <laughs> he said, I do, and he, yeah. he said, Never where? Say 50 first so, yeah, I'm going to say you're Drew Barrymore yeah. from 50 first dates. Okay, all right. I feel like I have an undying, unquenchable love <laughs> For comic no, books. When new stuff comes out, I get hype. I get excited about it. Amazing Spider-Man just happened. I was really stoked about it. Oh, and, I, and I knew that was coming. I, and, and I knew you would guy. be. I knew, I, not only because it's Spider-Man, because it's Nick Spencer, and I knew you would be excited about that. And I want you to be able to maintain that, man. And yeah. There are times when it just doesn't feel like you're going to because... Because uh, Len. Because <laughs> Dr. Angry Boots over here is just... <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> Doctor Angry Boots Tribble, and I and I know you. You there was stuff that you loved. There's stuff but I we loved. had. We had this discussion the other day about how, like, in within the the realm of particularly superhero books, there's mm -hmm. it's very cyclical. Oh yes, and that you know, well, there, there's a and there's a bunch of reasons for that. A, you got to keep making that money. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So okay, fine. Mm-hmm. But this idea that because you have gotten so salty about it that it's automatically bad is just it, it's it's flawed on a level that I can't really explain. It's just like well, I'm not salty about it. I just believe that the business model needs to to change for the 21st century. That's all. It's cyclical. Yes, it, it is. And it has to be cyclical. And I'm fine with that. But I think that there are ways to change that, still maintain that cyclical nature that you need, and, and also still put out product that speaks to every level of fandom. But I haven't heard that from you. Real no, all I, I heard was, all I, I heard was, I, I don't put, like, I, have, I don't I, like, this is what I, this is, this is, no, no, this is every no, no, week. No, 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 no. I don't like this Wiley West, Barry Allen's board. Crazy every week. I have put out my manifesto. I will put it out really quick right now for Amy to see whether or not she agrees. My manifesto is this, is that for all of You're these the single spot. issues that you that they put out, and I'm sorry, JD, because I try not to do this on the show as much because we are sitting inside a comic book store that is trying to sell comics, but my manifesto would be this. All these single issues that you see, you would get rid of all this crap, and then the only single issues that you see would be for all ages, thus to start a whole new generation. Oh, no. Of be let me finish. Okay. Uh, uh, to collect <laughs> comics so that they can come in collecting comics. The newer comic books that you would see would be complete stories from a writer and an artist so that they could take their time and they could draw all of the issues and we don't have to have boring fill-ins and it would, could, would be in a trade and it would be a series of trades that could then be one long storyline or it could be a, a, a number of different writers and artists take on such Superman Batman or whatever and this could be Grant Morrison's Batman this could be Mark Way's Batman this could be Tom King's Batman Earth one. and with with those with those series of trades they could go wherever they want it could be it could be just that one trade it could be maybe four trades they wanted to want to be but that's it but it's just a, a trade that people can come in and they can buy just that one complete story and you give all of these 
these uh, writers and artists the time to complete that. Meanwhile, your single issues that are, are building up are your all ages comics rebuilding up a whole new uh, level of fandom, which is what this needs. Now, retailers may not totally agree with me, but I've put that out there, and I want that. Why? For two reasons. One, because I do love comic books. I love them a great deal. But I also realize that in this world that a lot of people lock onto the stories and they like on, they lock onto the idea of change. You know what I mean? That's and that's because they're cyclical. They can only give you the idea of change. They gotta always hit the reset. Well, what would happen if lo and behold, boom? They don't have to always hit the freaking reset, and they can keep it moving, which is what a lot of these people do. That's why the people that got into the comics after the the fall off from the '60s and the '40s, the people that came in on the, the '70s and '80s, they wanted to build up those characters and 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 watch them age and have change and Robin go to college and then become become a grown up and everything like that they wanted to do that but all of a sudden they had to hit reset and now the reset button gets hit even faster and faster so let's stop that and let's change the business model that's my that's all i'm saying i have nothing i love comic books i come in here Every week, I buy comic books. Yes, do I always buy every Batman? No, because just because it's Batman doesn't mean that I'm going to buy everything and splooge all over it like you do on the big dumbass. I like some Ooh. Superman. I like some Batman. Ooh, but there's some Batman that I don't like. No, Tom King is cool, but I'm not into all of it. White Knight, can't wait for it to be in trade because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy it, boom, just like that. I'm not into everything. I have expanded, and I do read other stuff, but I find in love with it. I've been going on for the last like four or five months about Bingo Love. It's one of the best comic books I've read within the last two years. I love that one single comic, complete story. It's fan freaking tastic. I love Saga. I collected and trade. I loved Invincible. I collected and trade. I watched The Walking Dead. It got boring and I stopped, but I was with it all all along. I will fight anybody on fables and 100 bullets i love comic books i will continue to love comic books i just think that their industry needs to change for the 21st century otherwise they are going to get lost so you like what four things <laughs> fables, invincible some batman being lost. okay all right so we're up to four Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss this. I miss this. And, and the only reason, honestly, to, quite honestly, the only reason uh, all of this was in my head is because... And the voice of logical fallacy, which is what that writer called you, I'm sorry. It was funny. It was That fucker don't know me. He doesn't, but he likes you. I, I, that's, that's all well and good. He did it. That's, and I appreciate that. Come at me with that. Come, come at, at me you. with that. Because, because Please I, uh, tell me you're not that serious. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm gonna punch the ball in it his mouth. Funny. My God, no, I'm not saying that. It I'm saying, I'm saying, let's be funny together. Yeah. You can't just be funny and bounce, nah, bro. Well, we are being funny That's, together. So trust I mean, me, he's, he's going to write the shop. He's going to write an email. Good. <laughs> just make sure you, you put my name on it. Yeah. I want my name you. on it. All right. Well, he'll put his name on it. You had a, you had your name on an email today. All right. So chill out. Pump your brakes. <laughs> oh, really, nigga? Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> oh, uh, that's a bridge. That's I a bridge too far. They can. You I'm know. not allowed. That's I'm not allowed. Bridge, <laughs> that's a bridge too far. 
JD and we gotta do that. When I'm singing along to this song later, <laughs> yeah, I have yeah, to do the mouth the word. Skirt. Got real Titans in here. Nice. Nicely done. Titans will now be the official word for dark. Yeah, yeah. Man. Man, there's Titans outside. Goodness gracious. Where'd the sun go? <laughs> I love comics, and I don't feel like I am a naysayer with comics. I feel like I don't know what you're talking about. Just go back and listen to a couple episodes. I don't want to do that. But, um, <laughs> you might as well edit I love comics, and I'm always excited. Every week I read comics. But anyway, I feel like you're talking some bullshit. Um I think that's enough. Yeah, we good? Yeah, that's yeah, good. I think, I think this is, good. This has been a classic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, you know what? I really want to... Amy, yes. you come in, and you're you're newish to comics. You've been coming into the shop. Uh, is, and was my shop your first comics? Um, yeah, real. I went to a uh, like used comic store in mm. Nashville the summer before I started coming to your shop. Okay. And, but I only read, like, I only liked X-Men, and I didn't really know anything about it, so I would just buy, like whatever just, yeah and i was yeah. like i don't really know what but i really like this and yeah. so yours was the first store that like real comic book store gotcha yeah so you know what lens manifesto that it was just diatribing all over the place do you um do you like comics that come out every month i do okay so i really like like i said x-men stan mm -hmm. so i'm like a i have all like x-men gold x-men gold x-men blue, blue all yeah. that stuff and i like that because it's it i like that it comes out every month because it kind of like allows me to keep up with all the stories yeah yeah whereas like integrating them as um trades would be harder mm -hmm. the issue that i have and the reason that i don't really read like a lot of dc or like a lot of marvel is i don't like that reset i think they just reset it's like i've been coming here for what like two years yeah and they already had a new yeah yeah so it's just too much for me and i'm like uh, i like that there's a good jumping like jumping in point mm -hmm. but then i just get like really overwhelmed yeah so Okay. I kind of understand what you're saying. Okay. Cool. I think that some things would be better off, but I don't know. In I trades. haven't been reading yeah. comics that much. So. Yeah, they they tried that model with Earth One, uh, DC has, and it hasn't. I don't know if how well it's doing, but they're not pumping them out. But anyway, I was just curious. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us uh, on this week's Gutter Talk. Gutter Talk. I've, I've been Johnny Destructo. I've been the Bat Triple. It's the man, the voice of reason. <laughs> it's two. Y'all be good. Oh, 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 wow. I was waiting for like seven more. Okay. And then Amy. Thank and this you. Is Amy. Gamey? Gamey. Yeah. <laughs> Gay Amy. Gamey. Yay. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We will talk at you later. Ta -ta!